You're listening to Give Your Life Away, a devotional podcast from Canyon Bible Church of Prescott designed to equip you with the truth of God's Word and encourage you in the pursuit of ascribing glory to Jesus Christ. Welcome back to the Give Your Life Away podcast. 1 Peter 2, 1 through 10 is our passage for today. So put away all malice and all deceit and hypocrisy and envy and all slander. Like newborn infants, long for the pure spiritual milk, that by it you may grow up into salvation, if indeed you have tasted that the Lord is good. As you come to him, a living stone rejected by men, but in the sight of God chosen and precious, you yourselves, like living stones, are being built up as a spiritual house, to be a holy priesthood to offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. For it stands in Scripture, Behold, I am laying in Zion a stone, a cornerstone chosen and precious, and whoever believes in him will not be put to shame. So the honor is for you who believe. But for those who do not believe, the stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone, and a stone of stumbling, and a rock of offense. They stumble because they disobey the word, as they were destined to do. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, so that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Once you were not a people, but now you are God's people. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy." There are two people mentioned in this passage, 1 Peter 2, 1-10. through Those who have rejected the cornerstone, Christ, and those who have believed in the cornerstone for salvation. What I want to focus on are the terms that Peter uses to refer to us, those who have believed in the cornerstone. And then I want to highlight the purpose that he gives for our salvation. So first, I want to look at the terms that he gives to us, believers in Christ. And then I want to focus on what he says is the reason in this passage that we are believers, that we are saved, that we, that we are his children. First, the terms he uses. There are four terms that we can be characterized by. We are a chosen race. So we were born in Adam. We know that. We were born into sin. But God has chosen to see us born again into a new race, into Christ. We are born again in Christ. We were placed into the family of God by his own choosing. We're a chosen race. He chose us to be born in his son, to be in his family through Christ. Second, we are a royal priesthood. Christians are royalty and Christians are priests. We have, that means, access to God's presence. And we are in a place to introduce people to God. So that's what priests have. They have access to God, and they are in a place to represent people to God. Third, we are a holy nation. We are set apart to God. We are holy. We are other than. We are sanctified. So we're set apart to God. We are different from other nations and other people. We are unique from the rest of the world. Which leads to our fourth term. We are a people for his own possession. It's not that he's ours to do what we want with. 
We God doesn't exist to make much of us. We exist to make much of him. We exist for him. Not that he exists for us. Again, we exist for him. We are a people for his own possession. We belong to him, and we wouldn't have it any other way. So these terms, these four terms, are given to the people who believe in Christ. Now what's interesting is these terms were all used at one time for Old Testament Israel, for Israelites. And in this new covenant era, they are used to refer to the church, even used to refer to Gentile believers, not Israelites. It's not that the church replaces Israel. We know that in the future there will be a remnant from Israel who will return to Christ. But for now, these are terms for us, the church. We are a privileged people. He says, just think of those terms again. He says that we are a chosen race, royal priesthood, holy nation, people for his own possession. There, there should be privilege welling up in your heart and mind when you hear those terms as they are used for you. But why are we privileged? Peter goes on to tell us that these four terms are given to us for a reason. We have been saved for a purpose. Here in 1 Peter 2, it is so that we may proclaim his excellencies. Other translations say, proclaim his praise. Here's the full idea. We, if, or you, if you are a Christian, you are privileged. With that privilege, you praise the Lord with your mouth. And you proclaim him with your mouth. So you praise the Lord. You speak to him and praise him directly. And you speak to others about him directly. You want other people to get in on this privilege. And you want them to aim their voices to announce his fame. So may you dwell on today the privileged relationship you have with God. Think of those four terms. And may you find a time this week to proclaim his excellencies to someone around you. If you've been encouraged by the Give Your Life Away podcast, please share it with a friend. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, you'll find us online at canyonprescott.org. Thanks for listening. Join us next time for Give Your Life Away. We are alive.